0: I'm Ann, co-host of Transparency in Teaching, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. You're
1: listening to the Ed Curation Podcast. We're bringing you stories from educational leaders about the instructional resources, practices, and movements that are reshaping learning. Hi everyone, this is your host Christy Hemingway and today we have three guests with us. First, we have Jason Denard, the Director of Teaching and Learning for the College Achieve Public Charter School Network with eight campuses across New Jersey. Jason also serves as principal for one of the Patterson campuses.
2: I work with the fine teachers and wonderful students in our school to ensure that we're also implementing our academic program with fidelity and letting our students have just awesome experiences.
1: So as director of teaching and learning and principal of your of the building that you're in, your plate is really full, but a big part of your job is, is finding and implementing the best solutions, I'm guessing, for kiddos.
2: Absolutely. Great. Absolutely. So- um, just kind of finding the resources that are out there and matching them with what our students need to learn, but also seeing resources out there that that are different, that engage our students in different ways, which is part of the reason why we're here.
1: Yeah. Your perspective is very valuable to our listeners. So thanks for taking the time to be here today, especially at the end, the very end (laughs) of a busy school year. Joining Jason and me today is seventh grade science teacher and middle school science lead Melissa Mendezabal, affectionately referred to as Miss Mindy by her students and colleagues.
0: I still teach two classes, but I have much more oversight over like the science programming we do and really just increasing STEM programming for the kids, getting them really excited about STEM science, and hopefully, especially for our girls to become more involved in science and STEM as they advance into high school.
1: Speaking of girls in STEM, it's always a special treat for us when a student joins us on the podcast. And today we're lucky to hear from seventh grade student Daviani, originally from the Dominican Republic.
3: I'm in seventh grade. I'm 13. Um, I'm in robotics. I'm in the robotics team. For the robotics team, I'm a safety captain. I have an interest in STEM. When I get older, I want to, like, uh become an astronaut. Right now, like, the degree when I get math or biology around there.
2: Okay. Yeah. There's one thing she said that I, I want to just focus on. She's on our high school robotics team. We have a middle slash high school robotics team, but the middle okay. school carries the robotics team and... She is uh, is it safety yeah, a safety captain or safety captain of that robotics team that competes with students all over the state, in some cases, country uh, and only in seventh grade. And so we're really proud yeah. to have representatives going up against students going to MIT and Stevens and NJIT. And we're, we're bringing some of our awesome middle school students to those competitions to just experience that and be exposed to that.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Congratulations to you Daviani. That's yeah. such such an admirable achievement. So great. Well, I would love to know a little bit about before we talk about she heroes, which is what you kind of which came to share with our listeners. I would love to know was there not necessarily a problem but maybe a need or a gap in your school or in the in the network that caused you to be searching for something like She Heroes.
2: You know, I'm always looking for just other programs that are different that kind of meet the needs of of our students. We are located, you know, in Patterson, New Jersey, inner city. We have some great programming through our district and through our network, but there's always you know little gaps to be filled. And an actual colleague who had you know worked with or familiar with She Heroes brought it to my attention. And so I did the deep dive and, and and looked at the program and it fits some of the things that we're trying to do here. You know, we're always talking about like the positions that our young girls are in and how that they're not represented. Here we have three science teachers. Two of the three are women. And so we're happy that we're not necessarily falling into that trap, but we know that society is. And so yeah. what she heroes, it just gave an opportunity for our girls to see themselves in this and not that it's only for young ladies, but it's geared towards just getting young ladies excited about that, about those professions um, that exist throughout the actual program. And so it wasn't so much of a a gap here at College Achieve, but more so a gap in society. And we wanted to kind of try to fill that to hear scholars say that they're interested in in becoming an astronaut and working in the STEM field. That's, that's what we've been trying to do and, and let our girls know that they're those fields are out there for you as well, not just for the guys that we see currently in those jobs.
1: And you're right. It is a nationwide gap that we see. And it's not only a gender gap, it's also, it's an ethnic gap as well. It's um, it's a racial gap. So I think She Heroes does a great job, and we're going to hear about that, of kind of addressing all of those different gaps in the STEM fields. So for those who don't know, who are listening,
0: Can you talk uh, a little bit about exactly what She Heroes is? So She Heroes is, I almost view it as like a curriculum supplement where it has a bunch of lessons that are introducing really hard-hitting science topics, but through almost the lens of females. And we're looking at different women in STEM. We particularly looked at one lesson talking about women in computer science and different types of AI, which is, of course, really an interesting topic, especially now with ChatGPT and everything. So what did you think of?
3: of that it's like interesting because like there's like you don't really see that often like you don't really see a lot of female leads and like STEM and like technology and stuff
0: right because I think a lot of times when maybe we look at a traditional textbook we see examples of men in STEM men scientists or men mathematicians we don't really get to see a lot of female examples yeah and you were even telling me about remember we were talking about oftentimes what happens with the women
3: yeah so while that happens is um women like for example the works they get like their credit is taken away by men and the ideas they've created are like mm-hmm. people uh, like the woman's creation people will not see that it was created by a woman it's created by a man for example uh like the Adam, uh the woman is a woman discovered it but People think a manuscript, mm-hmm. a lot of women's ideas and uh, inventions are like the credits taken like, away by men. What's included
1: in the lesson plans or the the unit or module that you get from She
0: Heroes? So what we used was a lot of, first of all, just an overview of how the lesson's going to go, which I really appreciate because I like to have my hand and kind of planning my lessons. I never really will take anything completely as it is just because I think things need to be modified for students. So because of that overview was actually pretty easy to do. I can almost like pick and choose what parts of the lesson, you know, I want to introduce and put my own kind of take and infusion into it or what parts of exactly as She Heroes had it, I want to give to the kids. It had a lot of hands-on activities for them. And I really liked the videos it included. We actually got to watch some of the videos of the scientists themselves talking about what they do and talking about why it's important and, you know, they could hear me talk about these things all day, but it doesn't really matter until they see the person themselves talk about it. So that was probably my favorite part about it, is they could actually you know, we can't bring her in person, but that was as close as we could get. And I really loved that.
3: Yeah, and something that yeah. um so I remember the video fully, but it was when you remember when they were like, they were showing the car in the video mm-hmm. and the woman, computer science woman, I really enjoyed that. It gave me like a new like I don't know another view to like women around cars because this is this is stereotype that women don't know about cars or in like they don't know much about like computer science. So I love that video so much.
2: I think there was a feature that like based on the type of young lady you think you are, this profession might be aligned with you. So if you're an analytical thinker, you know, or or you're creative, this is a field that you might. Excelling, or you might be. Obviously, it's not a perfect science. Yeah, no intended. But the fact that someone can say, "Oh, I, you know, I've been told I think analytically all my life. Wow, these are the professions that might enhance that or 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 bring that out of me even more." I know that was a feature that I really appreciated because I think any young lady or or even young man can grasp onto that. Hey, I'm creative. I can do this. Yeah, Uh, let me read more about this. Get exposed to a field that maybe I haven't been exposed to before.
1: Yeah. So I think you bring up an important point, Jason, is that this resource is focused on females in STEM, but it's not just for female scholars, right? It's, uh, It's for all of our scholars to really just see the scope of what's available in STEM careers and to see themselves in those roles. Am I right? Yes. In exploring a little further, here's what I learned about She Heroes. Their website provides dozens and dozens of profiles and interviews from female leaders in not only STEM, but also politics, activism, sports, arts and lifestyle, and the list goes on. These profile videos can be used to enhance and supplement instruction in almost any content area. They can be an opener or a hook for a new unit. They can be used to reinforce concepts or used as the basis of a research project. She Heroes also hosts live panel discussions with female leaders, and they have a blog and a podcast. Their downloadable curriculum features four different instructional units focused on creators, explorers, observers, and analysts. They provide an overview of skills, interests, and careers to help students identify themselves in the STEM world. I asked Melissa how she's using She Heroes in her classroom.
0: I think it really can be used in many different ways. I've chosen to use it um, to either introduce a lesson. It offers a flexibility that isn't always present in the curriculum we get, which I think is important. You know, Sometimes we wanna learn about things, teach our students about computer science, and that's not directly aligned with exactly what we're doing, but the standards align. And I think it does a really good job of matching interesting and exciting content to the standards we're learning. So I've always introduced it either as like a supplementary lesson, Or it's, I always bring it back to what we are learning. There's so many different ways it can, you know, tendentially be related to what we are doing in class. And that's how we pretty much, that's how I brought it in.
1: And how much time, how much class time are you dedicating for each of those lessons? And is that also flexible?
0: Yeah, it's definitely flexible. I've done longer lessons or I've shortened it a bit. I would say roughly about 30 minutes.
1: Okay. You're using it for seventh grade. What grade levels would you recommend it for?
0: I would say middle school. I think you could also, a lot of it, maybe even for high school would be as almost like a hook for diving deeper into computer science or diving deeper into biology or chemistry, really because it's just about getting them excited and saying, oh, this is actually relevant to my own life because here's a person doing a job that I could potentially have. I didn't know this was even possible.
2: That's what I was going to say. I think connection to a real person Makes it like okay, we've learned about this. This person did that, so now let's go down the rabbit hole and see like what was their schooling like? Where did they go to school? How did they, I think that part is, is yeah. pretty pretty cool too because it's connected to a a being instead of like a concept or a thing. And wow. concept of things are great too. Don't get me wrong, but for students connecting to a person that I can Google and see, oh, how much do they make?
0: They like you doing know? that. They like that part. Kids love that part. Yeah. They they out that people instead make a lot of money if that gets them excited. <laughs> That's definitely
1: a motivator for sure. Jason, is that one of the reasons you chose this maybe over other options or were there even other options like this? It's, it sounds like a pretty
2: unique resource. I don't think there are other options like this and just this. There are other options that might have a component of this. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of organizations that are developing things for stem things for young ladies but it's like embedded in something else this is for that right it's in the title right it's 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 unapologetic that we're we're trying to appeal to our young ladies although like you said all genders can learn from and appreciate this and because we do have a fairly robust science curriculum this allowed us to do the, our thing and this like right? i think it just Allowed you to kind of pick and choose almost in an a la carte way, while also uh, teaching science to to students. I think I have a question for Ms. Mindy, if that's okay, that I've never asked until Please. now. Yeah, yeah. Did you, how did did the young men know it's called She Heroes, and how did they take that, or did you introduce it in a way that mm-hmm. they didn't really?
0: So. I guess two parts, I guess I have a more science teacher answer, and then I guess a more personal answer. On the personal side, I really think it's important for young men to see strong females and strong women. A lot of our seventh graders see really, really strong female teachers that they have throughout the entire school, especially on our grade level. And I know that that shapes how they treat and respect women. A couple of our other female teachers and myself included have had conversations with the boys about how we respect and treat women, women doing cool things. Oh, women can do... science and STEM and really helping our girls in math and science and kind of really trying to tear down the stereotypes that girls can't be good at math or girls can't be good at science or girls aren't the smartest. And that has just been really amazing because this program really just feeds into that. And so I always like to preface it with that and just telling, you know, the kids that. And I also will highlight that they can also do, you know, there's plenty of careers for men as well in these fields, It's perhaps even easier for them to get these types of careers or go into these fields. That's interesting that you asked that because um, I plugged a lot of summer opportunities and camps for the kids that, uh, for example, like Code with clossy And then there was the Tech Trek program that are only open to to women and to females, to, to young girls. And the boys, a couple of the boys, especially the more mature ones, have asked me, oh, why is it only open to girls? Why can't I apply? And I think that just opens up to really good conversation about, you know, why is Things set, why are things set up that way? And I think they're not used to things that are unfair or larger systems at play. Um, most of the kids, all the kids we teach are young black and brown girls and boys. And so they understand the opportunities that they are afforded. And I think it you know anytime I could open their eyes to more things, we could have more of these conversations, I think it's really valuable for them to learn how to converse and just talk about these really important topics. So it's actually been a nice conversation opener to that, especially with some of our more mature kids. I love that you're
1: very intentionally not trying to sort of sneak it under the radar for the the voice. Yeah. So Davi, can I just ask you, what has been your favorite thing about it? Do the lessons kind of end in a hands-on project? What opportunities has it given you to, to make things or complete projects?
3: Sometimes she'll give us like small projects. They they, like, sometimes go into grades. Sometimes they don't, but...
2: What about how it impacted the science fair and the science project? Well,
3: I, well how I, well, how it impacted the science fair? Well, it was, like, I had more opportunities. And so, for example, last year, I did not know about She Heroes, obviously. And then this year, I, I just started learning about it, and it really impacted, like, the way I did my science fair. We tried to do something based on She Heroes, and it was, like, really good. So I won my science fair and I'm so happy. Yeah, I, again. I won my science You won the science fair. Yeah.
0: Just for a little bit of background, we have three main units um, in our curriculum. We teach the kids that cover weather and earth systems and a little bit of ecology. So a lot of times they're not the most interesting things. So She Heroes was a really good start to say, okay, we can start learning about other things in science. And there are other so many other topics in science. Introduce the kids to that. And then the science fair projects was, we actually just had it uh, a couple last week, and the kids could choose anything in science they wanted to learn more about. So, a lot of the kids chose things that were on psychology uh, or social science or were on chemistry, something we didn't really talk about that much this year. And so, it, She Heroes afforded the opportunity for the kids to really learn about the different types of science so that they could then choose that for their
3: project. Uh, my project, what I did was, work- it was um, psychology.
1: Daviani's research question was, can color affect memory?
3: There was given a sequence of, ten, sequence of 10 numbers and it was three sets. Like, And um, like each sequence of number had like a different background. For example, it was contrast color. It was a deep shade of uh, color and then lighter. And then it was a plain black and white one. And we, me and my group, we checked which of the three sets of numbers got the highest, like, memory check. And what we um, we learned was the contrast colors. They got the higher, like, got the higher memory. Okay, that was my science project.
1: That's fascinating. How can you envision applying that in some context of business or education?
3: In business-wise, there's glasses to, to colorblind people, but they're not the most advanced color like they're not the most advanced color i feel like this should be like a idea to help them like for example like normal glasses you know mm-hmm. like the glasses you're wearing colorblind glasses they're like if i'm not mistaken they have like a, like a red like mm-hmm. for the shade the shade is red and the glasses are black and you really wouldn't want to go out wearing these glasses it wouldn't look professional and certain yeah. areas in certain jobs basic eyeglasses that help colorblind people.
1: Yeah, that makes sense and it's kind of surprising that nobody has created that. There you go. It's going to be you.
2: There There you
1: go. I'm just curious if you would say that you've been able to achieve something using this resource, She Heroes, that you wouldn't have been able to achieve otherwise or that you weren't achieving previously.
3: Uh, For me, it was like um, programming, like she heroes, I feel like I've, my programming has gotten uh, way better. For example, my other schools, I've never gone into programming, and then last year since I been really interested, introduced to programming, I wasn't really interested in learning programming, and then now this year for she heroes, like my idea of becoming more programmer and stuff like that has really like blossomed. I have developed like really a lot, and I'm so glad for she Heroes.
2: That's
1: awesome. And do they have units that are
0: specifically focused on coding and programming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. The first thing that stands out to me is is definitely the heightened level of engagement with many all, of all the scholars. We've done a lot of almost like career infusions via Sheer Heroes where they can get to see the different careers and there's really no replacement for getting to see somebody who is in a field, really get to explain it, you know, as personal as a video can be. So I think the excitement and the interest in science beyond just what we're learning in the curriculum has definitely happened in a way that it hasn't, in the previous years I've been teaching without the curriculum.
2: I think for me, it just, I mean, the fact that, you know, I think Davi's response really helps me, right? like, you know, Davi said last year, she didn't have that type of exposure. So not hearing that I might've had some other like generic canned answer, just to be very honest, because I do think yeah. the program is good, but that to me is better than anything that that I could say because it shows, like I said, you know, being a seventh grader on a high school robotics team and to know that something like She Heroes helped to create that confidence to compete with AP students who are in 11th and 12th grade, who may have scholarships to, you know, Ivy League schools. And my seventh grader feels like she can compete in that space in part to the work that Ms. Mindy has done and to the program in She Heroes, like, I don't know if there's anything better than than that.
1: So New Jersey, along with 20 other states, uses the next generation science standards. And something wonderful I learned about She Heroes is that it aligns and reinforces the NGSS. I also wanted to know if it would pair well with pretty much any science curriculum, whether used in an NGSS state or not. Would there be any reason that it wouldn't pair well with somebody's existing science curriculum that they're using?
0: I can't contrive of a reason. I think it is broad enough and then it can dive more specifically on more detailed nuances of things that I think it really can be adapted, modified to really any curriculum. Plus the next generation standards are just pretty robust regardless of where you are too. So it helps that conform to, you know, those really high level standards.
1: And what was the learning curve for you, Miss Mindy, in figuring out how to implement it? Did you have to have any kind of training or anything, or is it pretty
0: much well, push and I'm play? i than everyone here, so I don't think I need like to
1: <laughs> Y'all, a full on heated rivalry broke out here. Here's the summary Miss Mindy Zabel graduated from Yale, and Mr. Denard went to Princeton. And they are both lobbying hard for Daviani to choose their alma mater, of course. FYI, she is leaning toward Yale. There was some top-shelf trash talk going on. See?
3: you think of Ivy schools, you heard everything of Princeton. We're
2: not going to do
3: that. No? 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 Let's continue the interview.
2: We're going to continue our interview. Continue our interview. That's funny. Um,
3: I'm
1: definitely leaving that in, all of it. no, no. no. <laughs> All the Princeton graduates are going to be like, no, no,
0: no. (laughs) Well, in terms of the learning curve, um, I didn't really find that there was one. It's very straightforward. And most of the issue, at least that I've seen as an educator, is when you're trying to implement lesson plans and curriculum, the biggest adjustment is where are my students' levels at? Could they handle an activity that is, you know, this high in rigor? Or do I need to add a bunch of scaffolds to make it accessible for a lot of my students? Mm
3: -hmm. And
0: because She Heroes is less, for me, it it looked almost more like exploratory focused rather than, okay, we're going to, you know, assess you on these standards. We're going to have a test on them. And we're going to do, you know, a lab that you're going to pretty much do all on your own. I didn't feel like I needed to add too many scaffolds for it, especially because most of it was in really just exciting the students about what they were learning.
1: So you're a middle school science teacher, but this has a broader reach. Who should check it out?
0: I'd say definitely all science teachers. And then, you know, even translating that to computer science teachers, math teachers, you know, any teacher that is in the field, I guess, of STEM, especially in high school. I think I've seen a lot of the most impacts from my students who are a bit more mature and really thinking about their future. So I think... High school would definitely be an avenue that I would I'd be curious to see how it looks like in a high school setting. Uh, But also, I think continuous exposure in middle school is really important. We've done a lot of almost like career events where the kids get to see, you know, people who are heart surgeons and people who are computer scientists. And I think getting the kids hooked and excited in science and STEM
3: is so important early on. Yeah. I feel like I would want to see 10 and like more Spanish-speaking countries because mm-hmm. I did a year in Dominican Republic for fifth grade mm-hmm. and well it was locked down but still we and uh, we never did computer science or anything like that I feel like you should be more included in Spanish-speaking countries because if I would have been living in like Dominican Republic right now I don't I'll, I'll say what I know about she was I don't think also what I would have would Want to become an astronaut, maybe like a teacher. Mm-hmm. In which you know, women are more like the search type to become a teacher. And I was in like, uh, I feel like if I was in DR, I feel like I'll probably my mind would have been opened up more to become like an astronaut. It sounds like so all
1: science teachers you said, but it sounds like to anybody in charge of maybe after school enrichment or clubs or summer school because it's definitely
2: concise enough where it it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be difficult to implement in an after school program or summer program
1: yeah and the number one thing that teachers will maybe not the number one but something that teachers will especially love about this educators from all levels is something we haven't mentioned yet which is that it is free free (laughs) it's free right so um we love free and um, any teacher or educator can just—they don't even have to do anything. They could just go to the website. I think, right? You just download it. It's all there.
2: Okay. Email address, grade, and then you have access to all four
1: units. Yeah, you've had- Yeah, I think all yeah. four units. So there's four different units, and I think that they're maybe continuously developing additional ones. So there's, there's there will be. There will be more to come,
2: I think, Yeah. Um, wishy heroes. Adding other careers, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, well, so I know, and maybe probably the career thing too. I think any school who is has a curriculum or a focus on career development or career exposure, it would definitely be a good fit for them as well. Oh, no, for sure. Well, I know that you all are still in school and you have a day to get to and classes to get to and all of that. So I just feel so grateful that you took the time to share with our listeners. As we've been discussing, She Heroes inspires girls to dream big for their futures. Their website features video profiles of successful women with a focus on STEM, along with a STEM career path curriculum that is free to teachers everywhere. You can find She Heroes through the links in the episode notes, or by searching She Heroes, all one word, at edcuration.com. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you found this conversation inspiring, as I did. If you have a tool that has reshaped learning in your classroom, school, or district, and you'd like to share it with our podcast audience, let us know in the comments or reach out to us through our website at edcuration.com. We hope you'll visit us again for the next episode of Reshaping Learning with the Ed Curation Podcast.